After the fire, the preeminent podcast for all things related to having a great and amazing life after the fire service. My name is Chris Phelps. I'm your host. I'm joined today by Captain Captain right Captain mm-hmm. Mike Zingaro. Yeah, how you doing, Mike? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Mike and I got introduced to each other. I guess what? Maybe within the last year or so. Maybe yeah, a year or two years. Yeah, year or so, two years. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, Mike. Uh, Mike is working at a fire department that I used to work at, and he came on after I had left, but he's already built quite a, uh, a legacy there and uh, doing some, some great and amazing things. So tell us, tell us a little bit about what, your, what your, your position is within the department now and what you're, you're doing with the, you're on the pension board, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So um, I've been with Gardens Fire Rescue now. Uh, I'm in my 17th year. Um, I'm a captain. Um, I'm in my six years as a captain. So um, I've come through the ranks. I started as a firefighter EMT, became a medic. Um, then, uh, you know, I was a driver for five years, lieutenant, now captain. Um, I've recently taken the battalion chief's test. Oh, cool. um, so I've been stepping into that seat a little bit. Um, and then, uh, you know, a bunch of extracurricular over the years. Uh, but yeah, right now I am, um, I'm on the pension board where I've been for three years now. So I filled that seat. Um, you know, after the, we have two seats from, for guys who are active members. Right. Uh, and I'm one of the two. So I filled that seat about three years ago from one of the guys who retired. So it's an elected position. So the, the guys, uh, and gals, uh, elected you to, to represent them on the, on the pension board. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, um, when a spot comes available, um, or every four years, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, so you can compete against other people gotcha. that seems uncommon as long as the pension is doing well, you know, people yeah. keep, you know, usually You're keeping people informed. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's an elected position and there's two of us, uh, who are active, who are elected into that spot. Um, and then, uh, also, um, I believe you had Jules on the show, yeah. um, you know, a while back. Um, so I'm on the board with her, with firefighters to the rescue. Awesome. Uh, so I've been on the charitable board. organization. Yep. Firefighters rescue nonprofit 501 C three charitable organization. We help, uh, we're really designed to help any, uh, what we call public servant. So fire, mm-hmm. police, teacher, et cetera, that, that falls within our scope, mostly locally. But we do go, you know, out, out, we stretch through the state for sure. And then, um, sometimes even, you know, across the nation, depending on, you know, how we're helping people and how, how that happens. So Elmar secretary treasurer, and, um, I've been on the board for now about 10 years. Awesome. Awesome. And how long you been on the pension board? Uh, three years now. Three years. Yeah. Okay. So as part of that, and, and, you know, I, I think, you know, that I've, was previously on the pension board actually through most of my career in the several departments that I worked for, I always wound up on the pension board Um, because I always had an interest in personal finance. And, and then I, I know that through the pension board, um, you know, there's a lot of educational opportunities. You've taken advantage, I assume of, of some of those or many of those. Yeah. So there are educational opportunities, uh, not only for us, but, you know, mostly from, um, from a, from a pension standpoint, from a city pension standpoint or a state right. run, you know, a city run pension. So most people don't understand one thing that's really interesting to me about a pension is, you know, so many people assume that the, the government pays this pension 
forever and ever and mm -hmm. ever, you know, which is the, the biggest misconception. Yeah. Uh, well, most people, you know, those people who are watching this, uh, the big thing All to ten know, of our subscribers, <laughs> yeah, the, the big thing <laughs> to understand about a pension is, you know, you're, you're contributing and obviously the, whatever municipality you work for is contributing on your behalf right. only when you're working, you know, only when you're there. Um, and then after you, basically after you drop, when you drop you and the city stop contributing. So the, right. the pension board, um, along not only, not only people like me, you know, we're, we're guided by our investment managers, et cetera. Mm -hmm. You know, those people have to make that money stretch and last your, your, you know, your lifetime. Exactly. Uh, so, um, yes, yeah, so I've, I've every, uh, at least every year we go to seminars and conferences, usually in Orlando and Tampa and learn as much as we can so we can, you know, provide the, the best outcome, you know, for our pension. Right. So most of the education from, from what I remember, most of the education was, was designed around making you a productive, um, an understanding, you know, how pensions work and, and, and what your, your, not only your duties, but your responsibilities, um, to the, to the membership, uh, is, um, now it sounds like from, from chatting with you, like you guys have, you're taking it a, a step further and you're, you're not only you know, taking that education, applying it to your, your position on the pension board, but you're also taking it and, and applying it within the, within the job and sharing that information to the, to the next generation of, of firefighters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to, and, and the more informed the members are, uh, the, the better decisions they can make with their own personal finance, the better decisions they can make, even with contract negotiations, mm -hmm. all those things, you know, cause so many times it, you know, some people they, they say, you know, I wanted this or I want that or the things that the things that sometimes aren't feasible or sometimes they're not healthy for the pension. Um, so, you know, the more you can educate them, the better decisions they can make. Um, and, and usually, you know, the better relationship you can have between um, membership and administration, city, et cetera. Sure. So that's good. But then you're you're also taking what you're, you're learning and you're 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 talking to the guys about how to prepare themselves to, to, you know, to retire and talking some of the other benefits and other ways to, to save. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, as you and I were talking earlier, uh, the, the older culture of the fire department didn't talk about that much and, and the newer culture thankfully is, um, so a lot of the younger guys who come in, um, are really open to that information. Um, but we're, we're regularly talking to guys, not, not as a pension board member, I think more as just like a friend, yeah. maybe even a mentor, just talking to guys about, um, you know, ways they can pre prepare themselves financially mm -hmm. through life. Um, starting your 457 early, starting a Roth IRA, you know, preparing themselves. It doesn't have to be a ton of money right now. Just starting preparing to, you know, to buy a home planning these things out and just, um, not just coming in, getting a good job and, you know, spending 1500 bucks a month on a truck, you know, like going, yeah. go, you know, preparing themselves properly. Yeah. So I think that's a common theme that our listeners are, are hearing, um, is we talk about, you know, new guys coming on the job, not just running out there and getting that big truck payment, mm -hmm. you know, thinking more, thinking more into the future. Like what is that going to look like? Um, setting yourself up and the various things that you're, you're mentioning like a, a 457. Um, so that's a, it's named after the section of the IRS code it's section 457 of the IRS code related to uh, deferred compensation. 
and it's a, a avenue that most most firefighters have have access to, and where they can uh, invest their money. Uh, it goes in pre-taxed mm-hmm. and allowed to grow um, pre-tax or tax-free, and then you, know, you pay tax on it once you start taking uh, distributions from it, disbursements from it after retirement. Um, and then like Roth IRAs, you know, same, same basic concept. They're, they're, they're investment vehicles to prepare yourself for retirement or save for retirement. The beauty about the 457, uh, and the Roth IRA, they both have their pros and cons, but the beauty about the 457 is because we get to retire earlier than most, you know, Mm -hmm. most IRS tax code retirements, put you in a, a plan where you have to, you know, you have to wait to a certain age yeah. and, and the 457 allows us when we retire and separate employment, as long as we reach full retirement with our department, we can access that money. Exactly. And there's few plans that allow that. Yeah. So, um, not everyone is prepared at age 50 or 55 to, yeah. to retire or wait 10 years to get to some other investment vehicle. Right. And when you get to that age, which, you know, as you're, when you're young, it sounds like, you know, that's ancient. Like you're old, really old, like <laughs> 51, holy cow. Like, but I, you know, I still got a heck of a little bit of life left in me, right. you know? <laughs> so having, having access to that, uh, to those monies, you know, it's life changing, I guess you could say. Um, but really, really good stuff there. And it's, and it's great to hear that you're having those conversations at the dinner table and uh and and helping to to set people up for their life after the fire dropping the name you know yeah <laughs> and uh and uh, you know i know a little bit about you're you're also involved in some uh some real estate on the side yeah how yeah. long you been doing that yeah so i've had my real estate license now um just over four years um i used to say on the side but it's gotten so busy it's 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 become you know way more than uh-huh. on the side yeah um so yeah, I got my real estate license about four years ago before COVID, um, and I actually joined another um, another ex firefighter um, uh-huh. who's retired. His name's Kevin Spina. Um, hopefully, we get him here to talk also. But um, yeah, he re- yeah he retired from Town of Palm Beach about uh-huh. twenty years ago. Became a real estate agent, extremely successful um, for the longest time. You know, he became number one company wide um, through Kaiser Real Estate. I called him more for advice. You know, uh-huh. like getting into it like hey you know can you give me some tips because i knew him previously and um you know and he graciously invited me to join his team so all right so and what do you think it was uh about your your relationship that uh allowed for that uh well you know this kind of goes further back into our history so when i met him i was a teenager i used to race bicycles competitively uh-huh. and uh he like i said worked for town of palm beach and at the time he was training for triathlons so i met him really on the road riding riding bikes you know um and we knew each other just just through competitive athletics really although you know he's he's a little older than i am he's about 20 years older than i am um you know just good camaraderie um, and I think he knew my work ethic. He knows my older brother, um, mm-hmm. you know, same thing through, through riding bikes and stuff like that. And, um, you know, he, he learned me, we, we had a bunch of mutual friends. Um, so we kind of knew about each other. Um, so, you know, I think, I think that just, you know, he, with our mutual friends, he knew my work ethic. He knew what kind of person I was. So Did I think, he help, uh, or, or move you kind of towards getting into the fire service? Yeah. Yeah, I did. So before I became a fireman, same thing, just Uh like I asked him about real estate, you know, I had a conversation with him like, Hey, you know, 
how do you like the fire department? You know, because uh-huh. I was I was thinking about going to the fire department. So, yeah, exactly. You know, I've kind of reached out to him over the years. You know, yeah. for some advice and chatting, and he's he's been a great mentor. He's you know always been kind of like what I was saying. Like I like to do with the fire department, um, and with other young guys, he was kind of that to me. You know, I sometimes we wouldn't speak for years, mm-hmm. but he was always um, always willing to have a conversation, chat, give some advice. You know, be be a you know be a mentor. Awesome. Yeah. So he then kind of helped, took you under his wing yeah. as far as real estate goes. Yep. Yep. So, um, basically what I did, you know, um, you know, wasn't, wasn't anything crazy. I would go to the office and he's extremely busy, you know, just to give you an idea, not to throw out too many crazy numbers, but you know, uh, when I joined his team, he was already, um, on a path regularly closing about 120 million in sales every year, you know, extremely mm-hmm. successful, very, very busy. Um, and that's, that's with a team, you know, he's got about six other agents on our group. Um, but very professional, you know, very busy, um, all day. Uh, and I would just go into the office and just kind of be there, sponge. just sponge. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. I'd listen to conversations. I'd learn contracts before I was doing any of it. I would just go and listen. Um, same thing. I would go, um, he, he has a full-time, you know, administrative assistant that, that works there. And I would just go in and, and kind of like watch her plug stuff into the computer and do stuff and just, just start absorbing as much as I could really before I even started selling real estate or, you know, going on listing appointments or doing any of that just to get a base knowledge of any of it. You know, I, I, I just kind of was like a sidekick for a little bit, Uh you know, but it, I still am really, I'll, I'll still do that because so much stuff is going on in, in our office, in our little group. I'll just go and listen and be a part of it. So, so I can learn a little more. So, and you've been doing it now for what, yeah, about four, four years. years. Yeah. So I guess, you know, fast forward, um, how, how many, uh, transactions are you, you know, involved in, let's say like in the last 12 months or. Yeah. So, um, well, just kind of the first three or four months of this year, you know, it's really, it's kind of, it's kind of roller coaster. you know, yeah. sometimes you'll go where you don't do too much. And then all of a sudden you kind of get bombarded the, the, the longer I've been going now, four years, obviously you, you, as long as you're doing well, which, you know, I feel like I am, you, you start to get repeat business, you know, you start getting referrals yep. or friends will say, Oh, I use this guy. He did a good job. Mm-hmm. So now I'm really getting into my first kind of big bulk of that, where I'm getting referrals from other clients. Uh, people are coming back who I've used before family members. Um, so just this year, so we're, you know, we're in April now I'm already up to about, um, probably over 15 transactions just for 2023. That's um, great. you know, and over the past, you know, few years, uh, you know, some, some I do with Kevin, like as a partnership together mm-hmm. and then some that are just mine, you know, so, you know, 15 to 30 transactions a year, some, you know, on average, I would guess. And what, what do you think the, um, percentages of, um, personal production versus team production? Is that a, how you guys look at it or? Yeah, no, not too much. You know, so for me, I do a lot of our, um, I do a lot of our lead work. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we, we, you know, in, in real estate, um, there's different ways of getting clientele. Obviously the, to me, you know, the best clientele are your friends, your family, the people sure. who know you, but there's people who are moving here who don't know anybody. They don't know any agents. Um, yeah. so, you know, they'll, they'll Google search that or, or they'll get it from realtor.com or some people use Zillow or whatever they are. Um, so we use a couple of those, um, like lead generations online. Mm-hmm. Um, so I handle most of those that are incoming 
um, leads from, you know, from people coming from New York, California, obviously we know here in South Florida, you know, we're getting New Jersey, New York, California, a lot of that, um, moving to Florida. So I handle a lot of those, you know, I, I do a lot of that. And that's been really, that's also been very, um, exciting for me. I meet a ton of new people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a little more challenging cause you're meeting people that you've never met or you don't have any background with them. Right. Um, but it's also been really good because I've been able to really kind of expand my knowledge on the area. I grew up here. I know the area I get to show them different areas, talk about, you know, the pros and cons of different areas. Sure. Um, so, you know, some, I would say that's 25% of what I do. And then 75% is probably personal, personal production. Yeah, exactly. Good. Good. So, and then, you know, wind it back, like, you know, obviously you, you're doing great now, but it, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, so how much time do you think you spent in that just watching, learning before you even got into your first actual transaction? Probably at least, at least three to four months before I had a transaction. Um, and I, and I would tell anybody, you know, who's, who's thinking about real estate or getting into real estate, you know, from a, from a sales standpoint, I, I just a little background also prior to becoming a real estate agent, you know, I, I did some real estate on my own real estate investing, you know, I have Uh rental property. Um, so I've, I've always had this enjoyment for it. My sister-in-law, my brother's wife, um, you know, she's huge into decorating and she was a real estate attorney. So her and I just love having conversation about it. You know, there's, there's a passion for real estate that we both have. Um, so I would say the biggest thing with, with the real estate end of things, probably no different than any other career is being really organized, being detailed, um, learning Mm -hmm. the real things, you know, in in real estate, I don't want to say it's easy to get your license, but you can get your license pretty quickly. And I've learned that there's a lot of agents who, um, who don't get into the details of the contract, who don't, who don't learn those specific things. And that's, Kevin has been a huge help with me with that. And, uh, not to skip around too much. I got my ADD brains jumping, but (laughs) one thing that's benefited me and him with our fire department background Mm -hmm. is when, if I do something that was, wasn't that good, you know, like I'd screw up on something or I'd mess up on a contract. Yeah. He's very blunt and to the point with me. You know, he's like, he's like, Hey, you, you, this is, this, you, this is what you have to do. This is what happened. Like, let's get this fixed. Yeah. And I think some people take that as like brashness and they don't take that that well. Uh-huh. And I take it the other way. I take it like, perfect. You've corrected me. Yeah. You've given me the instruction I need and I won't do it. And I won't do it again. Right. You know, and, and there's never any like backlash from him for that. It's like, let's learn, let's move forward. Um, so I've loved that in the sense of a learning standpoint. Yeah. So, and I've learned to be extremely detailed. I've learned to be very organized, very detailed. So you're always protecting your clients financially, which is a big deal. And you're always working in the best interest of your client, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's really kind of what I take my focus on. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I think that's a, you know, working within and working under his wing, uh, in a busy office, doing a lot of transactions, um, that definitely helps with the learning curve, mm-hmm. you know, shorten that learning curve of you know, how to do it. Cause I think a lot of people, um, you know, from the outside, they look at the real estate. Agent. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty easy. I can get my license in whatever, a weekend or a couple weekends or right. whatever. And, and then I'll, you know, I'll go figure it out. Well, you know, those are, those are the folks that, that don't last for right. you know, more than a year. So having that, having that strong foundation and, you know, having a, a, a place to, to learn 
you know, is, is invaluable. Yeah. Um, I got into the mortgage business and very similar, you know, I, um, wanted to, to learn. I wanted to learn under some, some people that knew what the heck they were doing because the, you know, for, for the mortgage business, all, you know, all you learn about to get your license is the laws. Right. There's nothing about how to structure a loan, how to then sell a loan or explain the pros and cons of different loan products. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so you, you got to do that with working under somebody. It's, it's the exact same with real estate. When you, yeah. When you get your real estate license, they teach all these laws and legalities yeah. and no one teaches you how to write a contract. No one teaches you the hiccups that are going to happen along the way with inspection periods and financing and all these different things that can happen yeah. or, you know, all of that. So, um, yeah, yeah it's all this, it's, it's, it's very similar, uh, very similar occupations or, or, or industries, if you will, obviously we're, you know, we're connected. Yeah. Because it's all real estate, oh, but, fully. Yeah. um, but yeah, same, same thing. So I guess if, if anybody's listening and is thinking of you know, wanting to get into real estate, cause they, you know, are very interested in real estate or, or, or very interested in the, in the profession, you know, that would, that'd be a huge nugget to, to take from this is, you know, find a, find a, find a place to where you can, where somebody will take you under their wing. And it's very difficult to find somebody to take you under your wing. Uh, I'm sure same in, in real estate and mortgage business, you know, like these past couple of years, we've been so busy. The thought of bringing somebody in and taking them and, and showing them the, the ropes and the hoops you have to jump through and the hurdles. And, you know, it's, it's exhausting because there's just, there's just so much to it, but so, you have to. so I'll, I'll expand on that in, in real estate one of the surprising things to me was when I got into it, how, how unwilling other agents were to help mm -hmm. because it's so competitive and it was the exact opposite with Kevin. It was very fire department. Like, you know, like in the fire department, a, a new guy comes in and you know, you have your guys who are like, who bust their balls, but for the most part, it's very just like you help somebody. Yeah. You, you teach them the ropes. Like that's what you do. You, that's our mindset. You want, and, and you want the team to succeed. Yeah. Right. And that really was one of the reasons that I didn't even question. Like sometimes people ask me like what my split is with commissions and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. I never even shopped. I didn't, I didn't go out and like look for like where the best rate was because in my mindset I was moving into like the best atmosphere, you yeah. know, like I was moving into an atmosphere I was going to learn where I was going to have somebody willing to share their knowledge. Right. And, and I think his background with the fire department translates really well because he's very much like the success of the team. And that's, that's helped me also when I think about real estate, you know, it's like, this is a, a team thing. If, if other people are, are making money or doing well, it's going to make, it's going to make us all do well. Very similar to the fire department. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, it's, you know, how you operate. If you, if you operate from a, from a position of abundance, as opposed to a position of scarcity, you, you have that kind of mindset. Right. You know, if, if, if I'm worried about every single, you know, transaction you know you're no you're not gonna be willing to take somebody on because like you said it's competition right but like in my business like i've got three other firemen <laughs> that are loan officers that that work under me and uh you know it's it's because that you know we're all fish a lot of us are fishing in the same waters you know we have a lot of the same friends yeah. and the same co-workers and you know, well, you know, I went to, 
you know, I went to Michael for my loan. Hey, that's cool. He works, you know, works with me. It's, you know, it's all part of the team. It's no big deal, mm -hmm. you know? So that's, um, that's, I guess that's, that's different than how other people yeah. you know, look at, look at our industries. So yeah. that's good. So how, how big is Kevin Sima? You said what, like six Yeah, I think seven? there's probably, there's, I think there's like six or seven of us that are working on a, you know, on a very consistent basis. Yeah. The only reason I ask that is I'm, I'm curious as to how many on your team have uh, a tie to the fire service, even, you know, first or second. Just him and, and I. Oh, really? That's Just it? him and I, yeah. Okay. Cause I thought, I thought he had a, a one other agent that had a, a tie to the fire there service. may be another uh, another um person that he worked with at town upon beach that yeah. came in and and um you know does a little bit but um i i don't I, you know i don't see i, don't know. I just yeah. thought it might be i'd be curious to to know whether yeah that, most yeah. most of them most of them are not yeah yeah no, not much not much connection yeah that's awesome what are your what are your goals with you know with with real estate did you do you foresee this as your uh your next career do you you know where do you kind of want to go with that's a great question. fire service that's a great question <laughs> you know i don't i don't really know you know um i do plan obviously financially for the future um but part of me also feels like you know in one way or another i've been working multiple jobs my entire life mm -hmm. uh and and part of me wants what i've been doing lately is um most of the money that i'm making you know, through real estate sales, um, is, is going into real estate investment. So, oh, awesome. um, so, you know, I, I do, obviously I do all those things that we were talking about earlier, 457 or Roth IRA from that standpoint. Um, and then, and then on this end, I've kind of specifically told myself I wanted to get, you know, I, I sold some rental property that I had that I wanted to get back into that. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I I'm kind of like diversifying it that way. Um, I don't really have, when, you know, in the sense of like, you know, I've, I've thought about long-term when I retire from the fire service, but I don't know where I'm going to be financially. You know, it's hard for me to put my mind there. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got really probably 12 years realistically to go if I complete the drop. Um, mm. so, you know, it, it all depends if, if things are, you know, if, if I'm having success similar to the Kevin is having, you know, as a team lead or something like that, yeah. that might shorten my drop. Um, but I, I love, going to the firehouse, you know, I yeah. love that job. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, it's not like I'm trying to find something to get away from it. You know, I, I, I love going to the firehouse. Um, so I don't know, you know, I, I would love to say I have a specific answer, but I don't, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> like waiting to see what happens with it. Um, for now I love it. You know, I, I love, um, the intensity of it. I love, I love the, the detailedness of it. Um, it's given my family, you know, some financial opportunities we didn't have before. Um, yeah. But mostly, you know, I, I, I feel, I feel good doing it. I feel comfortable doing it. You know, I get to be myself. Well, I, one of the things I can, I can tell you from, you know, from, from being completely out of the fire service now for, I guess, five years now, been fully out of the fire service is, you know, having, having that connection still with the fire service through, you know, we have the monthly breakfast. Mm -hmm. Uh, retirees, washed up guys like myself, I go to breakfast every month. And then this podcast, you know, is giving me, uh, you know, maintaining, allowing me to maintain that connection to the, to the fire service, which I, I guess I didn't really realize how important that was. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, just listening to what you're, you're doing, what you've, what you have, um, you know, experienced in and whatnot, I think you're setting yourself up to not even, you know, not even skip a beat. Um, you know, if you obviously maintain connection to firefighters to the rescue, you know, you've got a connection to the, to the fire service and to the job. Uh, and then with real estate, you know, setting yourself up for, uh, a, a second career after the fire service, I think you're, you're setting yourself up to, to be able to you know hit on all cylinders there. So I appreciate it. Yeah. It's good stuff. Hopefully, you know, um, Jules, who you had in here, yeah. who's on the board with us, you know, I think she mentioned to you, you know, when, when she retired, she joined, you know, she, that's when she became like an unofficial, uh, board member with uh-huh. us, you know, but, um, I know that's kept her, her connection tight with, you know, all of us and, you know, it's, it's been really good, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, if you think about your, your whole fire department career, you've got this camaraderie and, and, uh, and, and connection and, and then, you know, when you retire to, to think of, you know, losing out on that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. If there's one thing I could mention when we're talking about that, one thing that we've done, and I'm sure you've heard about this, but not, this has nothing to do with real estate or anything, but uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of us who, um, mountain bike together at the department oh, Okay. and, you know, we go on these annual trips, uh-huh. you know, and, and that's been so much fun, yeah. you know, and, and I hope stuff like that continues, Yeah. you know, after retirement, you know, those friends that we do that with, yeah, it's not, you know, fire department activity, but it's outside activity. You exactly. know, we just go have fun with and, yeah. you know, reminisce and do whatever, but it's, that's been, that's been a huge enjoyment for me. You know, we plan these big trips, we go, we hang out, shoot the shit, you know, have yeah. a good time. So the guys that, uh, guys I retired with out of, uh, central Florida, uh, and I retired 12 years ago or just about 12 years ago. Uh, we do an annual baseball trip right? and we're trying to hit all the baseball stadiums. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, I think we've, I think we've gone to like nine. Well, I guess actually, um, we just recently hit another one. So we're, we're up to like 10. Right. Uh, and yeah, we do that every year and it's pretty much the similar core group of guys, you know, occasionally we, you know, we'll add one or two people. Right. But, uh, yeah, and that's another way to, to stay connected to, you know, to the service. Right. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. So if, uh, if, if our listeners were, were interested in, obviously they're interested in, in, you know, getting on the pension board, if, if their department even has a pension board, a lot of, a lot of departments, unless they're, you know, like a local law plan, they, they, they might not even have a, a pension board that they could, could serve on, but, you know, it could still researching and, learn more about their plan but if uh if somebody was interested in getting into real estate what would you where would you send them or what would you tell them to do uh well you know to get your real estate license like i said you know there's multiple avenues you know there's these like fly by night online places that you can get them Uh, i did mine online um you know through through a local school here okay in, in palm beach county I, looking back, I would recommend someone go to the class to do something do online, do it in person. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I did mine online just cause, uh, my life is really busy, even outside, yeah. outside of real estate and the fire department. I have two teenage daughters, you know, both at the time, uh, played travel sports, uh, mm-hmm. you know, very, very busy lives. 
Um, so, and, and my brother, his family, you know, we, we do a lot of stuff together as family. So I was doing it, you know, I would cram it in, in the evenings. I'd cram it in whenever I could online, but I will say it, it's challenging online. Yeah. Um, just like a fire department class, you know, you have to, when you do it online, you have to do like every ounce of every piece of paperwork. And then sometimes in class, they give you some of the stuff that you need to know. So obviously that you can do it in as short as I think nine days or something. Wow. You can do it pretty quickly or, you know, over, over time, mm -hmm. but I would say do that. And then when you get into finding, you know, if, if you want to be a real estate, you know, in, in a, like a sales agent, find someone who can mentor you, you know, and, and that might be challenging because like we were talking about, there's not those people that want to bring you under their wing. Um, but I would, I would recommend somebody find a group, you know, find a group, um, that you can share, especially if you're a fireman or, you know, yeah. Because when you're on duty, you need help. You know, yeah. if you're going to be an effective real estate agent, you're going to have to be able to share, share your, share your time with other people. Mm -hmm. You, people who are buying houses, selling houses, they don't want to wait for you when you're on shift. Yeah. So you have to be okay with sharing that with other people and saying, Hey, you know, can you show when I'm on duty? Can you, can you handle some of these things when I'm on shift? Otherwise it, it, it won't work. You won't be successful. Yeah. I, I, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, um, you, that's one of the things I think that's helped me a lot is I have those resources on my group is when I'm not available to be there at that moment, someone else is. And, um, that I would say, find that from a time standpoint and find someone who's willing to mentor you, um, not, not just in sales, but in like how to do this job to do, to do it right, to do it real, yeah. you know, to, to how to organize yourself, to, you know, give you some sort of, whether it's a book or a guideline to follow or something, and that allows you to come into the office and spend time with them, not just hand you deals, not just, not just from a financial standpoint, but really teach you how to do it properly. Cause once for me, at least about a year and a half ago, I started to really feel comfortable just like in the fire department, you know, you become a driver you're all excited. Mm -hmm. And then really about two years in, you start to feel comfortable. Yeah. Same, you know, you become an officer, you're all excited. You have all these ideals. And then yeah. a couple of years in, you, you really settle into who you are, you know, same with real estate. You know, you start to settle in, you start to really learn. You've got some, some good deals and some good experience under your belt. So mm -hmm. when things start to go a little haywire, you can smooth them out. You need to get that, that education, that education. And that's just as much, um, you know, like capital or earnings if you will, you know, when you, you mentioned how, you know, looking at splits mm -hmm. and commission split with the, you know, the broker that you're working with or whatever, you know, there's a huge value in that education and don't get, you know, don't get hamstrung by, Oh, well, I have a better split over here. You know, who's, you know, where are you going to get the best education? Where, you know, who's going to take you under their wing and you're going to really get that value from. So yeah, that's, that's, that's huge. That's enormous. And it'll make you, it'll make you better at your job. You know, yeah. it'll make you better at what you're doing, which, which is big. I, I think I, I say that because becoming an agent, like we were saying, can be so, uh, there, it's, it's a huge field. You know, there's a ton of real estate agents. And once you develop yourself as a good agent, that's, that's when your business, that's what I'm feeling now is it's my business is starting to really take off because of the experience that I'm gaining because yeah. of the knowledge base that I'm getting. Cause of that foundation. Now, do you, do you foresee, uh, or wanting to bring on somebody to work underneath you? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, over the, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I would, you know, over the next however many years, you know, if, um, you know, my, like I said, my partner, Kevin, now he's 20 years older than me. He's almost 65 mm -hmm. it, as he starts to step away, you know, and, and my experience and my confidence to lead a team starts to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, I would definitely do that. Awesome. Yeah. 
So if, uh, if, if uh, any of our listeners are looking to move into or out of the area <laughs> and they wanted to, to get a hold of you, how would they, uh, how would they find you? Um, can I get my cell phone here? Yeah, yeah my cell phone number, 561-758-8023, um, or on social media, um, Facebook, just Mike Zingaro. Instagram, Mike Z sells PVC. <laughs> That's a good running joke with some of the firehouse guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it. Just reach out to me personally. You know, cell phone's probably the easiest. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And then for uh, our podcast, if you, uh, if you know somebody that's, that's having an amazing life after the fire or they're preparing themselves for one uh, through uh, having a side career or side hustle or, or what have you, uh, we'd, we'd love to hear about them, get them on the show. Best way to reach out to us is through email. It's info at latfpodcast.com. That's info at latfpodcast.com. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you.